You're listening to Real Chicks Rock Presents Real Discussions, and I'm your host, Michelle Dawes-Burt. Fasten your seatbelts as it's sure to be an informative discussion and conversation. Keep in mind that we are not perfect, but we're empowered. Enjoy. And welcome to Real Chicks Rock Presents Real Discussions. I'm your host for today, Michelle Dawes-Burt, and as always, I'm super... I'm tickled, but I'm super, I'm super excited. Green room shenanigans. I can't, I can't even tell you. I love these ladies to pieces, but thank you everybody for joining us. It is, um, the times are still strange. They're still unique. We're still in a shelter in place, if you will. So one of my guests is, is staying at home. That's fine. We love you. Thank you for zooming in and joining us, but we're just trying to still be responsible in the midst of everything that's going on. We got six feet here at the table. I love her. I can't, can't even really get close to her, but yeah, we're trying to just social distance wherever we possibly can. And we encourage you to do the same thing. Your safety and your well-being is so important to us. So we want you to keep that up, keep doing what you're doing so we could try to get these numbers back down and back in place. There's so much going on as we get ready to prepare for school. Our children will be virtual, some of them, maybe an AB schedule. It's just a lot going on in Atlanta. Um, You know, it's just, it's just the times. And so we're trying to figure out what our new normal is. So thank you for joining us as we're here and splitting the screen and doing all kinds of all kinds of stuff. But for the new listeners, let me just give you a little background about what Real Chicks is, uh, Real Chicks Rock is all about. It's all about creatively collaborating and connecting to raise awareness regarding issues that impact us as women. And we do it through so many different platforms, through community service, through mentoring and public speaking, and through this platform, the arts, which I like. Because now I can bring people in and we can talk about the things and raise awareness and come up with solutions and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Right? 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 Okay. <laughs> Enough of that. Enough of that. Today, my topic is about women with vision. Yeah, I'm looking at you and the one on the screen, too. <laughs> Women with vision. And so, like I said at the beginning, there's so many, so many things that are going on, but yet there's this emergence of women that want to be entrepreneurs, that want to give back, that want to be community oriented, that mm-hmm. want to be good moms, good wives. They have careers. And it's just so much going on. And I just want to continue to continue. Uh, encourage the masses that are doing it mm-hmm. because we are spearheading entrepreneurism mm-hmm. at its highest, right? There's so many of us that are running nonprofits, running our businesses. And I think today I want to peel back the onion and just talk about how we do it all. Yeah. Right? How we do it all and some elements and some ingredients that we need to keep us going. Yeah. Fair enough? Yeah. Fair enough. All right. Without further ado, let me introduce my guest. <laughs> I love them to pieces. <laughs> All right. The one on this Zoom screen. Hi. Ooh, Adalia. Hi. Say hi. I can't hear you. Say hi. Oh, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Jack can't hear her. Uh-oh. How about... There yeah. we go. I heard you for a second. What happened? There How about that? Perfect. that? perfect. Hi, Adalia. There we are. Hi. hi. How are you? I'm amazing. How are you guys? I'm I miss you. Yeah, I miss no. you too. I miss you too. Both of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you should be here. Adalia, tell the people a little bit about yourself. Um, so my name is Adelia Barclay. I am a woman and a mom and a philanthropist mm. and all things sparkly. 
<laughs> if I'm putting it, if I'm putting it in a nutshell, um, I love people. Um, I love my sisters. Um, I love being able to give back. Uh, as hokey as it sounds, it genuinely makes me feel good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know that's that's the reason I do it. Um, I was raised with a spirit of. You better be supporting other people because what are you going to do if something happens to us? Who can we reach back to? Um, So it's ingrained from a very, very early age that you support as many people as you can because it's the right thing to do. And because it helps to grow your tribe and your community of people that you can love on, have them love on you. It's Mm -hmm. it's a a very uh, reciprocity. Mm. is basically the key you know that if you want to be loved you have to be able to give love Mm -hmm. out to the community Mm -hmm. so that's that's pretty much who i am at the core i love sparkles and glitter i love all things pretty and girly and all that kind of fun (laughs) stuff Um, (laughs) you're just a girl in a nutshell yeah i've got two children whom i love dearly um, I call them my kidults because they're not babies anymore. Right, but about it. Right. I don't think they're grown. They'd tell you they were, but right. you know. <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, but, but yeah, that's pretty much who I am in a nutshell. Okay. And to my left, this beautiful effervescent thing, Anana Harris Paris. Hi. Hi. How are you? <laughs> I'm so good. I love you to pieces and back, and you know why. Oh, listen. First of all, I'm bubbling out of my skin yeah. because I'm out of the house. Yes. Like, Yay! Because you don't come out much. Only no, to the park. No. You don't do much. You're not going Barely. Out. Yeah, yeah. I've not been out much. And, and every time I go out, I see everyone else is like, girl, where you been? And I'm like, <laughs> like uh, I've been in the house. <laughs> but I have good reason. Yeah. My son has a, a condition that requires yeah. me to kind of be very military about yeah. it. Yeah. So, yeah. And he's doing well. He's doing so well he's, he's good so well good. yeah yeah your smile is so bright <laughs> tell the people the newbies that don't know you tell the people a little bit about yourself oh let's see um i like to take long walks in the park i'm a gemini <laughs> <laughs> shout out to gemini yes. no i um I think one of the reasons that we have such a strong connection is that we share a love for um, sisters and and just uplifting and supporting those who take on, um, and I would say not take on, but submit to their purpose. Yes. Because it's not an easy submission. You know, people think it is. They're like, oh, you wake up in the morning and you just want to give. And it doesn't happen like that. You know, sometimes the purpose looks at you and you look at the purpose and you go, listen, (laughs) purpose. (laughs) So I'll just start with that, that um, we all share like a love of supporting sisters who have chosen to submit to their purpose. And so that um, evolved into a nonprofit called Sister Care Alliance mm-hmm. that I founded. And mm-hmm. so we promote self-care as a form of social justice and social justice as a form of self-care. We yes. believe speaking up for yourself on a micro or macro level keeps you from creating sickness in your mm-hmm. body. Um, and so we promote it in a lot of different ways. Um, we teach strategic self-care programming. Um, to everyone from survivors of human trafficking to the everyday person that's just trying to make it through. Uh, We've established official self-care days in several cities as a way to politicize the notion of Mm self-care. It's not just this surface activity that for us, it is a political and revolutionary move. It is a way to um, change payroll systems, as we can ah. see <laughs> right now. Yes. Your self-care choices are shifting payrolls. Right. And so for that, um, we believe that we should support those sisters through our network above ground and underground mm-hmm. who are just vigilant 
about not only social justice, but also taking good care of themselves, because that's how you really foil the enemy's plan Mm -hmm. is by taking excellent care of yourself because they want you to ignore parts of yourself that really are in critical need of attention. Mm. So, so that's what we do. And I'm a mom. Yes, you are. I'm a fabulous 10 year old. And I love the term you used, Idalia. You said, uh, adults. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, I have not, um, held back on the wisdom that I share with him and he tries to give it back to me. (laughs) And so, Yeah, so it's an interesting journey, parenthood. Yeah, 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 it is. (laughs) But yeah, so I'm of a number of things. I'm also somebody that my other sisters have um, given grace to. Mm. Like my other sisters who say, oh, bless her heart. She has her purpose and she needs a little support in this area. (laughs) So I want to give a shout out to the network members of Sister Care Alliance and um, the other sisters that bring me a, a bit of grace. I'm also their representative. Yeah. Because you know? yeah. so. you're, you're national. Uh, yeah, we have a Charlotte chapter. We have representatives in Brooklyn and Florida. Um, yeah. You're, we, you're growing. Well, you know, nice. we try to keep some of what we are really underground uh-huh. because um, it's actually dangerous for black women to announce their allegiances sometimes, to even announce that they're taking good care of themselves. They tend to get backlash. Um, and so we like to keep a degree of anonymity for some of our members yeah. so that they can continue taking care of themselves and moving in a social justice world. Yeah. Um, but for those who are above ground, yeah. I want to talk yeah. about the backlash in a minute because that's mm-hmm. important because it's oftentimes we are fearful, right, yeah. of, of what we're doing. Then there's an embarrassment, there's a fear, and we don't speak up. And so this whole, yep. I, I believe that women mm-hmm. are evolving into a space to speak up for themselves and just do the work. I yep. see women are doing the work, mm-hmm. like internal, like yes. dealing with issues, dealing yeah. with whatever it is right. yeah. that was making them bitter and not better. And I feel like you feel their energy. It's a different, it's in a different space it is. and they're very empowered. And yeah. so mm-hmm. I want to talk about backlash because mm-hmm. yeah, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. Adalia, why did you start what you started? Tell me a little bit about your, your nonprofit. What is it called? Tell the people. Okay. So dignify a diva is the name of it. And hey. it um, at the core, we, pre- we uh, present women in need, women and girls in need with gently loved persons filled with toiletries. It's a very, very basic need that a lot of times we tend to take for granted. Yes. Um, you think about it. You have your, your purse or your overnight bag and it has, you know, the things that you would go on a trip with. So let's say it's, it's a toothbrush, it's your, your sanitary items, your shampoo, your conditioner, your deodorant, you know, all the stuff that you would throw into that bag. We don't really think much about that. But when you start breaking down um, those items and you start to price them, mm-hmm. um, and I actually did this, I went to the store and priced all these items. You're looking at about 40 to $50, depending on yes. what all you need to fill that bag. Yeah. Okay. Now take that and apply it to a woman that is possibly homeless or displaced because mm-hmm. homeless literally means you don't have a permanent residence. Right. Right. So you might be couch hopping. You might be uh, staying in an extended stay. You might be living in your car. That mm-hmm. that's the only thing that you can afford to pay for your living arrangements. It could be a number of different situations. So keep in mind, there's still that 40 or $50. So you're trying to figure, and maybe let's add on that. Maybe you have a child. Okay, Mm -hmm. Um, and even if you don't, you are talking about you might need gas. You may need to feed yourself and or that child or children 
Um, you, you might need to figure out if you aren't living in your car, if you're going to have enough money in order to stay at that extended stay for an additional day, an additional de- week, an additional whatever. Now you're trying to factor in that $50 for those personal items that you need to maintain your own personal um, health, um, all of that, your, your personal hygiene. How are you going to do all of it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because gas right now for a full tank on just a regular size car, you're spending about 20 to $30 that just chunked into that 50 that you need for your personal right. items. Yeah. Then you need to figure out if you're going to eat. Well, if you're eating fast food anywhere, if you're eating off the dollar menu, okay, not necessarily healthy, but there's another three to $5. If you're trying to eat a little bit more healthy, you're eating between 10 and 15. Okay, that 20 or $30 for gas has now turned into 35 to $45 of that 50 that you needed just to take care of your personal hygiene mm. and your, your women's health. Now you, you're thinking about, okay, am I figuring out where I'm going to stay? If that extended stay is 50 or $60, see where that stops adding yeah. up? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So now you've, you've exhausted those funds and then you start to pick away at the things that you don't necessarily need. Okay, well... Maybe I won't use the toothpaste and the toothbrush and hopefully no one will get really near. Or maybe I won't get um, the sanitary items that I need and I'll have to use tissue from the bathroom wherever I'm at. Or, um, you know, the shampoo and conditioner. Mm, Maybe I can go a week or two without washing my hair or, ooh, I got to figure out where I'm going to stay. Maybe I can stay with a friend. You see what I mean? So it, it turns into this constant trying to rob Peter to pay Paul to figure out your life. Um, So the the literal purse, not to mention, can I even afford a purse to put this stuff in? Yeah, right. So when you start looking, if you start breaking it down in that way, then you understand um, the reason. Um, The why is this isn't, it's not a new idea. So let's, let's start with that. I've seen mm-hmm. it done a number of different ways. This was really just my spin on a beautiful notion. Okay. Dignity is so important and it's so hard to hold on to when you're already in a situation where you feel like, oh my God, I just don't even know what to do right now. Right. When you're trying to figure out how to stay clean, when you're trying to figure out how to keep your hair together, when you're trying to figure out mm-hmm. your monthly sanitary situation, mm-hmm. all of those are things at the core that help to provide us with a bit of dignity as women. And if you are trying to figure those things out and don't have them, it starts to chip away at you a little bit. Mm-hmm. And we all want to be divas in one shape, form, yeah. or fashion. Right. Diva yeah. is not a negative term. It's a term of beauty. It's a term of grace. It's a term of feeling empowered. Mm -hmm. And when you don't have that dignity, it equates to not feeling like a diva. Mm -hmm. So the whole idea was to give some of that dignity back and to do it in a way that a woman can enjoy something beautiful that she may not have necessarily have been able to afford and to still have all of the items that she needs. But it's in something that can present her with a bit of pride. Mm -hmm. I could hand you something, you know, in a baggie, with all of the items that you need and it'll provide you with everything that you need to do. But how much more dignity if I, am I giving you as a woman, Mm -hmm. if I hand it to you in something where you can, you know, be a bit more genteel and I know what's in there, but it's in something pretty. Mm -hmm. So this is, this is about dignity and and prettiness and just being able to be a girl for a second. (laughs) And that's, that's the reason why I call it dignified. Again, it stems to, wanting to be able to help my sisters, being a woman myself, raising my daughter, um, 
seeing my daughter's friends, seeing my own girlfriends and, you know, seeing the relationships between all of us and knowing what it feels like to enjoy dignity and enjoy being a diva, wanting my daughter to see that growing up and wanting her to be able to say, yeah, that's my mom. (laughs) And then for my son to be able to say, I'm not dating or marrying anyone that doesn't behave like my mom. Wow. (laughs) You know, so there's, there's a lot to this, you know, the, Mm. the young women that it affects, they're going to be us one day. And what do we want to teach them? Do we want them to know that you are of royalty and you should behave as such and you should be treated as such? Mm. Or do we want these young women running around here thinking, wow, I I just don't even really know who I am, you know, or or what I deserve or how I should be treated, you know? And sometimes, again, it it starts with something as simple as someone saying to you, look, sis, I got you as a form. I'm going to use a term that I learned from someone that I love as a form of self-care. Come on, Come on now. Talk about Come it. Come on with the words. Yes. Yeah. This is what this is. This is really what this boils down to. And a lot of us, to your point, Anana, we don't necessarily understand the full parameters of what self-care is and what it means yeah. and how it can be encompassed. So I have to say, um, even in doing this, I watch you very quietly. Very, very quietly sometimes. But I've learned so much about on, some of the tell ways her, that self care. Tell her, 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 because I tell her all the time. Tell her, tell her. No, I'm, I'm, I'm so serious about Word that. Up. Because you, you, you. you think self care and you think grandiose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, ways to do it. Yeah. You know, I have to spend a million dollars on myself or I have to go do this self care mm-hmm. for you. And the ways that I've seen you do is mm-hmm. as simple as I love to dance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Watching you dance is like the dopest thing on the planet. <laughs> Thank you. I'm just yes. going to say that. Yeah. 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 Like, <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? But it's yeah. those types of things. So self care, you know, I, I need this purse, but I can't afford it. Okay. Sis, guess what? I got a purse for you. Ooh. I need these personal hygiene items, but I can't really afford it right now. Okay, sis, I got you. Self-care for me is being able to support these women, to be able to say Mm -hmm. that I can be a bridge for you if Mm -hmm. it's something that simple, you know, Mm -hmm. and and it it extends beyond the purses. You'll hear me say a lot, secure the bag. Yeah. Secure the bag for me has a very different meaning than what it is in the streets these days. You know, secure the bag means make that money. Yeah. For me, it's, it's more inclusive. Yes, we want to make sure that we are financial help, financially healthy, but are you emotionally healthy? Mm-hmm. Are you physically healthy? Mm-hmm. Are you sparkly healthy? Because I think that's important too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> are you are you happy? You yeah. know, are, are all of your all of your pinnacles being hit? You know, yeah. that's what I mean by secure the bag. So it starts with that physical representation with that purse, those toiletries. But what else can I do for you? Do we need to sit and talk about what you might be going through? Mm. Is there a program that I can connect you to so that you can get what you need? Are you are you displaced right now? And there is a program there that I can help you get secure the bag. Dignify a diva is 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 all inclusive is as much as possible for women and girls that just need support. And the one thing that I am big on, there's absolutely no judgment yeah, whatsoever. Yeah, that's important. Yeah. That's important. That's important because women are not going to talk about it as they feel like they're going to be judged. I know yes. I won't. Yes, if I, I feel like I'm walking into an unsafe environment, I'm not going to say a word. I know, that's <laughs> right. You'll I, never know it. Anana, let me ask you because um, we are black women for those that can't see us but may be listening to us. So we are women of color. We're black. Isn't it oftentimes, Anana, that this is like 
generational. Like we've been carrying this thing about not understanding what self care is for like generations, right? So yeah. this is this is like. I feel that people are using the term but not really understanding what it means or maybe it's a click or what is self-care or maybe, hey, Michelle, give them a break. Everybody's term of self-care is different as long as we're doing something, right? Yeah. Yeah, it is. And and I'll tell you the reason that it seems so foreign yeah. or unique or mm-hmm. clicked off to the side right. is because for black women, um, generationally, we've been fed um, this idea that it's better to survive Mm. than to take care of yourself, Mm. right? Because there's no guarantee that self-care activities will help you and your family survive. Survive. So anytime the term comes up, we're thinking someone is telling us, no, you don't choose to survive, only choose yourself, only choose to focus on you and not other people and your household. And that's just not the case. Yeah. yeah that's a, that's a, I call it um, emotional overseers. Mm. You know, those are mm-hmm. people who walk around <clears throat> and they use this, um, this whip of shame and mm. embarrassment when they're trying to control you. So they right. say something that could emotionally Ooh. shift you one way wow. or the other. And so you start Ooh. talking about, so let, let me, let me back up. The the key to self-care based on my program is addressing a need, whether it's critical or a regular need, right? right? right. What mm-hmm. Being able to answer the question, what do you need mm-hmm. spiritually, emotionally, economically, right. in terms of your time, right. money, and energy, mm-hmm. artistically, physically, educationally, and socially. Those are the different categories that we address, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And if you can wake up every morning and ask yourself the question, what do I need or what do I critically need in each of those categories of care? And just be about the business of addressing it. Right. You don't have to fix everything immediately. Right. But just have this ongoing presence about how you address what you critically need. Mm-hmm. That is self-care. Yeah. Right? Now, yeah. when you have someone that smells you choosing to address a critical need over taking care of something for them or over making a priority something they think is a priority. Mm. When that happens, mm. some people respond like emotional overseers. They walk around looking at people that they can control emotionally. They see you saying, man, I really need to talk to an accountant. And either they're a voice in your head or a real person that pulls out the whip and say, man, but but your finances are a mess. Wow. You really, you really want to talk to somebody about it? Yeah. Or, or you may say, man, yeah. I, I really need a higher quality of sanitary napkins because I, I'm, I want to pay more attention to the health right. of what's going mm-hmm. on down there. So I don't want to ask Idalia about does she have other options or I don't want to ask a question of someone. Right. But I need to. Hey, maybe I will. And then the emotional overseer says, you should be ashamed of yourself. You don't know the answer to that question yeah, already. You should know that. Right. You don't know. Already. You've been a woman for how long? Mm-hmm. And you still don't. Right. Know? Yeah. yeah. So, so I say all that to say generationally Mm. we are taught that to survive is everything Mm -hmm. to survive is to be celebrated and that takes away the sparkle Mm -hmm. right Adelia right how can you sparkle when you're trying to survive survive. how are you going to really indulge in a moment of just feeling like a queen and enjoying the skin the color of the skin that you're in you know, even even just moisturizing your skin. How can you even enjoy right. that moment enough to just beam femininity enough for someone to say, look at her. Mm-hmm. Right. In right. a soft tone and a soft. Mm-hmm. How can you 
at the exact same time be in straight survival mode. Who's going to eat? When are they going to eat? Am I going to have rent for the next month? Right. Right. That sort of thing. So Mm -hmm. I just want to challenge anyone who hears the term. Mm -hmm. I want you to understand that terminology is just that is terminology right what you need will not change i know that's right and that's how you identify a critical need versus anything else right Mm -hmm. i I describe it like this and then i'm gonna stop because you know i will go okay (laughs) you think about a full bladder Mm -hmm. and you're sitting at an event I always use this analogy because it really clicks for people and you're too embarrassed to kind of give yourself the church finger and you just so you hold it. Yeah, I'm just gonna hold, hold it, it because I don't want to mm-hmm. disrupt. I don't want to cut right. So, a critical need is something that is not going away. Mm-hmm. Is your right. bladder being full going away? Is it just yeah. gonna disintegrate? Yeah, no, no, no ma'am. It gets worse. It, it gets yeah. worse over time. Yes, it does. Yep. it is gonna get worse, and it ends up contaminating other areas of your life the longer there you, you ignore go. it. There you that go. is what defines a critical need, and if you need it. And you begin addressing it, then you're taking care of yourself. There you go. And how dare somebody tell you how to qualify a need that you have? How dare they tell you, is it really a need for you? It's none of your business. Mm. I'm going to address what I critically need. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be strategic about it. And I'm going to help encourage any other sister that's confused about how to identify what she needs. That's what makes it revolutionary. Now, I'm going to ask you this, Anana, because you're so passionate about what you do. Yeah. Do you find it difficult to separate your passion for others and then Anana time? Well, you know, that's such a good question. <clears throat> and what you have to actually do mm-hmm. is still say, what do I need? And not just pick the parts that are easy for you to answer. I got you. Right. So I do have a purpose and a calling that comes from Mom B, my great grandmother, my grandmother, Mom Gert. That's um, on my um paternal side on my maternal side I have ma and dad as we call them (laughs) Um, I have I have a lineage that has this is nothing new what I'm doing right right? they've been helping people long before me and Mm -hmm. from the family I come from so with that purpose comes a degree of honesty Mm -hmm. that you have to have the courage to exercise and so part of my honesty is it's like dessert helping people okay if you ask me to Spend same here. Come on, idea. You know what I mean. <laughs> it Those is. who answer no, the really call, is. isn't it? Those it who answer is. the call, what you want me to help um, you draft a strategic self care plan? Yeah. Oh, you want to check in on a regular basis yeah. and lay out something mm-hmm. to knock down those walls yeah. that have generationally made you feel in prison? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. No problem. Mm-hmm. It's like drinking a glass of water. I would be happy to, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. But then if you ask me, Anana, how's your strategic self care plan right. going? Which categories of care have you been closing Mm -hmm. one eye to? Mm -hmm. Who do you need to put yourself in front of that has more wisdom than you Mm -hmm. in this particular category Mm -hmm. of care? Mm -hmm. That's when you really are being strategic. Because the more even I ignore those categories, the harder my life is to live. Yeah. So the answer to your question is, how do I do it? I have to find the courage to do it. Oh, wow. I have to find the courage. Um and the discipline to some degree to continue working my own strategic self-care plan, Mm -hmm. keep having strategies that work for Anana. I'm visual. If I don't see it, it didn't happen. I have a a part of one of my walls in my house that's painted in black chalkboard paint. Wow. And so nice. Yeah. And so anytime I need it, I get up and I write something on the the wall. So if I leave a counseling session and something was said that stuck with me, I have to put it on the wall. That's Anana's strategy. Yes. So 
again, to like answer your question three million different ways, (laughs) I have to employ my own strategic self-care plan Mm -hmm. and I have to get really intimate Mm -hmm. with myself Mm -hmm. and I have to find out what does Anana need to actually stay engaged with taking good care of herself in areas that are hard for her. And that is how I kind of work to balance it. Mm. Adalia, Mm -hmm. for you, where do you find your support from? Who supports you? Who helps you? Mm. You know what? A little bit of everybody. Mm. And you'd be amazed at how many people want to be involved and aren't quite sure how, where, who do they trust that's actually doing what they say they're doing. So the support comes from a little bit of everywhere. Um, my, My inner sister squads, they rally up to help out on a regular basis um, I, I get support from strangers. Sometimes I'll get an inbox from someone I have never met on the planet ever saying, hey, I've been watching what you've been doing and I'd love to support. I had one young lady do exactly that. You know, she said, wow, I've been watching. I didn't even know that. OK, let me take that back. I remember adding her to the page, but I don't remember. I didn't know her personally. And she said, I, I've just been kind of watching what you've been doing and I, I'd love to support. She came out to support multiple events just because she said, I love what you're doing. Yeah. The support comes from a little bit of everywhere. My kids are involved. Yeah. Um, so, you know, they, they help out quite a bit. My son, not extremely excited about packing purses. So instead he'll make breakfast for the house while my daughter and I are packing. Nice. <laughs> nice. I have. Yeah, so he, he gets involved there. I have friends that will come out to the storage unit and help me organize because, whoo, the storage unit. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've heard about that storage unit. You've told me Ooh. that. So oh, how do you goodness. balance everything out? Because mm-hmm. you have a job, too, right? Not to put your business. You have a full-time have a job. Mm-hmm. You've got adults, right? Kid adults mm-hmm. in the house. You work multiple jobs. I'm putting your business out. You do a couple yeah. of things. Yeah, you, she got a couple of jobs when she's getting a couple of W-2s and then you're still committed. So how do you balance all of this out? How do you balance? So in the in the spirit of being completely transparent, yes, I wasn't balancing it when exactly. I was working in the office. That's when I want some dirt. This exactly. is too, too clean. Going. Like I need to know no what's ma'am. happening. How did you? So no what, what, what was going on? Come on. Okay. So, so let's be very clear. <laughs> I was driving an hour to go to work mm. from my home to the first job. Talk about it. Um, do my the nine to five gig there. Yeah. Um, there were some avenues there for me to be able to do Dignify a Diva. They're they're pretty supportive about you know outside ventures and whatnot in that way. Okay. So you know if I was doing something, I would you know grab a few people. Hey, can you help me do X Y Z? Okay. So that was how I was working Dignify a Diva into the nine to five just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Finish the nine to five and then drive another hour to the second gig, mm-hmm. um, which was a little bit less strenuous, but very helpful to a good friend of mine that used to work in the office. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she started her own business. So I got a chance to kind of hang out with her. Um, I would do a little bit more work on Dignify a Diva there while okay. I was at the second job and then turn around and come home. So my day started at about 530 and normally didn't end till around 11 ish. Mm-hmm. Um, at mm-hmm. that point, it's then, okay, do what I need to do for Dignify Aviva. So I might be up till one in the morning, you know, working out uh, emails or putting together little spreadsheets or, you know, just brainstorming for things that I wanted to do. So to be honest with you, no, I really wasn't juggling it well. Okay. Um, and, and honestly, I was kind of falling apart. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, so, so it, it's, how'd you it's pull a lot. It to, how'd you pull it together? Are you still falling apart or... 
What's COVID happened. <laughs> okay, so it put get with the brakes. Okay. I mean, wow. if, if I'm being completely honest, I, I probably would have continued to have been doing what I was doing yes. if on, this pandemic hadn't hit. Right. If I'm being if yeah. I'm being completely you are, transparent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were all yeah. running off the rails there for a second. Oh yeah, it was a lot. Now now mind you, um I wasn't always working the second job. So there was mm-hmm. a little bit more time when it was just the nine to five to be able to do things. And it was nothing for me to run from here to Timbuktu and then to Botswana and back to, she said to Georgia <laughs> in a day. And I have a very um, solid sister squad base and they were constantly bopping me on the head to, you don't sit down somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't listen very well. So I will say that. Um, so I was still doing way more than I should have been with as much support as was, you know, able to be given. Um, but this this pandemic has really given me some time to sit because once I was forced to sit because I'm working from home now. Right. Um, so once I was for, forced to sit down, I really had to take in the inventory and stock of what I had allowed to kind of fall by the wayside and the ways that I could find to make things more effective and not spend so much time at the nine to five that I, they're getting my best years yeah, they and are. they're getting my best hours. Yeah, so now. I needed to find a way to um, regroup so that I could get in what I needed to get in to support the women that I want to support right. as well as do what I need to do to keep the lights on at the house, <laughs> yeah. but still support, you know, the women and girls that I need to. So I will say this as, as horrible as this pandemic has been, um, because God bless those have been have been touched right. personally by it. Yeah. Um, it. It was the the moment that I needed to just sit and deal with what I needed to deal with. Um, so now I'm a little bit more strategic on the way. I still run way too much, but it's it's <laughs> it's better than it was. Um, I don't do self care well for myself. Okay. I'm I'm very good at self care and creating environments for for women to be okay mm-hmm. and to hey girl you need a minute come talk to me you know I'll take on your entire situation mm-hmm. in a sparkle session. Yeah. <laughs> um I am still learning to have those sparkle sessions with myself. It's difficult. It's, it is it's, very it's, difficult. It's, yeah. it's extremely it's very difficult. difficult to self because you find yourself um Avoiding your own issues Come on. by yeah. delving into yeah. everyone else's yeah. 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 and helping them not necessarily fix, but um, being a part of. Do you need to just go out? Let's talk about it. Um, you know, let me go and pack these purses and be out in the community and helping and listen to those stories yeah. and giving hugs. Dessert. By the time you get back to your own sparkle situation, you're so tired. You just yeah. go straight to sleep. That was part and of then the you haven't addressed anything. You just went to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So I do that a lot. So I am still working on how to manage my own self-care effectively and be okay with the things that I feel I need for my own critical self-care. Because sometimes I feel bad about being able to say, well, I want to just go get my nails done or I really just want to get my hair done. And the reason that I don't justify it because I say, well, I just went and took 50 purses to women that can't even afford to live yeah. in a spot. And you talking about going to get your nails done, y'all, you sit down somewhere. Mm. You, you know, so it's, it's learning to be okay in, I want to get my nails done and I deserve to go get my nails done. <laughs> so um, I'm, I'm still yeah, figuring it out. Yeah, and I, 
And you know, um, I feel you, Adelia, mm-hmm. and I and I you are beyond not alone, right? There's yeah. so yeah. many sisters out there, and that's why one of the requirements of Sister Care Alliance is that you actually have to practice the program to be a member, um, mm-hmm. because the whole point of it is. Um, even as a distant network member, there's so many members who they have their own orgs and they, they're doing, they have families and, you know, they don't need new responsibilities, Mm -hmm. right? But one of the benefits is you're staying in contact and communication with people who are also serious about being strategic, about taking Mm -hmm. care of themselves so that they can still be even more available. And I do think you shortchange your purpose by not being strategic about your own self-care. I do think you limit it. And I I think that, um, and not you personally, Idalia, but I think me, anybody that has accepted the call to their purpose, you are not showing up fully for that purpose if you don't have a strategy for addressing your critical needs. Because you, you can you, will, say, you can go ahead and say me personally. You you will because you will burn right. out. No, I just spoke yeah. to um, several. Um, uh, I went. I had a speaking engagement this week, and they were a type high achieving individuals, and um, you know they were they were really wrestling with this idea yeah. of how is it that this notion of being sacrificial and. Um, they're ser- they were servants in their field yeah. and they were wondering like how do you balance it how mm. do you um and i had to say you have to speak to your purpose you have to decide how badly do i really want to submit to what my calling is because if you really really want to submit to it then you know that multi-processing high achieving um a type personality that can handle so many things all at once if if it's operating at this level with you not taking care of yourself not addressing your critical needs right, right? not being yeah. how how, how what do you more? think your purpose will do when you are yeah, yeah. right what like what, right. what type yeah. of a mark could you leave on yeah. other people's lives yeah. and how many people so i speak from that perspective yeah. because it, it really kind of um, exponentially increases the magnitude of your region. You have to decide if you want it because honestly, somewhere subconsciously, we'd be like, yeah, I hear you and I don't want to yeah. because what I'm facing right now is hard enough. It's overwhelming. And, yeah. and my thought <laughs> is. is just like people who choose to be entrepreneurs and grow a business, right? their thought in their mind is, I just want a small business. I just want a family atmosphere. I don't I don't want what comes with taking it to the next level. So you got to right. be honest. Mm. It's like this is as far as I want to take it. And mm. if that's the case, that's fine. Then don't beat up on yourself mm. about it. Mm. Say I right. want to service this many people at this amount of time and you keep going, but I promise you it's beautiful and I say this all the time. It's beautiful and it's radiant. You know, shout out, I'm 46 years old. Okay? It's as great as this melanin is serving me. My organs are my real age. Your wow. organs are your real age. <laughs> so it's a lot of sparkle with the melanin, but the more you choose to serve in a manner that's not addressing what you critically need, mm. the more you choose to operate at this high level with a low amount of fuel Come and on. very little strategy, Ooh. you are wearing your organs out, yeah. your thyroid, your kidneys, um, your heart, your yeah. lungs. I could go mm. on. Yeah. They cannot handle what you have chosen to accept as your life right now. Wow. Ooh. And so I just okay. offer those two perspectives. One, that your calling is being limited. 
Now, I'll tell you, I've been in a self-care cocoon for like a year. I had to make an abrupt shift and I had to really kind of calm down. I've been working from home for about a year Mm. Um, and I've had to really peel back some heavy emotional layers, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Divorce Mm -hmm. and and other things that being exposed to trauma on a regular basis, working with people going through traumatic experiences and not really um, addressing the fact that it continuously impacted me case after case after case. Um, And so this past year, you're catching 365 days after I have been working hard, but there was no balance. Mm. And I I would encourage people not to look for the word balance. Mm. I would encourage you to use the word strategy because tomorrow something could knock me on my behind. Something could knock you on your behind tomorrow. Mm. And Balance will not be there. I promise right. you. That's true. Right. <laughs> That's true. Right. No, you're right. So having a strategy, strategy, having a method, having things in front of you that work for you is is really the goal. Mm-hmm. So don't beat up on yourself, but be honest. If this yeah. is what you want, if this is how far you want your your mission and your purpose to be expanded to, be at peace with it. Yeah. Enjoy yourself and understand that that is. All that you have set before you and the, 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 the entity, the God, whatever you want to call it, that place that on you is is appreciative and and you are doing what you're supposed to do. And if you want to expand it, then understand it has to be expanded through a body, through organs, through a mentality mm. that is far healthier and better cared for. Yeah. It's a whole package. Is that helpful? Yeah, it's very helpful. Every time I that was a whole word, and I promise you, my my mental Rolodex is taking all of that. (laughs) And and, and to do it alone is is um, unreasonable. Yes, there's no way I'm sitting here haven't done anything alone. I know. There's no way. I've called you. No, same here. Several people, and I've had to be very honest about what's hard and that's a part of taking care of yourself being honest about what you need but let me tell you baby (laughs) once you say it out loud (laughs) let me tell you what's on the other side of expressing your needs let me tell you what's on the other side of that bliss yes yeah yeah alignment yeah yes yeah Right. I agree. I, yeah. You're oh, not you're not running you... for for perfection. I always say it's participating in your self care, not being perfect. perfect. Right. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Participation, yeah. not perfection. Yeah. Oh, it's a bliss. And then when you when you have when you find the courage, that got me stuttering. Lord have mercy. <laughs> <laughs> when you find the courage to be honest and to push through the self care blocks like embarrassment and fear and shame and worry. Or false comfort. Like, yeah. this is comforting me. No, it's not. It's not. It's not really comforting you, right? When you push through that on the other side, there's a place for you to lay down the things that were never for you to carry yes. in the first yeah. place. Yeah. Yes. And everybody's looking like, we didn't we didn't need you to carry that. Right. You can, you can put that down. Yeah. And then you've got someone saying, do you want me to hold your hand? Yeah. Do you want me to hold your That's hand? That's awesome. Through, right? That's awesome. And they, they, they end up. Responding the way you approach people, Adele. You know how many times I look at Adele and I'm just like, I want, I, I yeah. want a sparkle session. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I grew up primarily. That's all you have my, to say. I, I'm ready for yeah. it. And, and I like, promise, that's all you have to say. You know what? I, I, I have to agree with you because in the in the in the instances when I have genuinely been able to say, 
I can't do this by myself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm tired, you know, and, yeah. and then you, you, there's a weight lifted number one with just being able to say, I'm tired and I don't want to do this by myself. You would be amazed at the people that come running to your aid. I would not yeah, be amazed. No. I would oh, not. No, I, would I think not. I, I was. Yeah. I, and, no. you, and you know why? Because you, you don't, all, well, okay, let me just say, I don't. I don't always expect everyone to love my baby in the way that I love it. Mm -hmm. So when you see people genuinely touched by it yeah. and and see that you are open enough to to allow them in and then you just you just literally are okay to hold your hands open while you receive those blessings yeah case in point the last um high tea so this year we did it uh virtual yes it's an event i throw every year it's normally in march for women's history month it's a way for us to honor being of royalty all yeah. of us mm -hmm. um so last year was the last one that we had in person because of the pandemic yeah. so we did the whole show the ladies showed out with their beautiful dresses they had hats we had women in head wraps some women came in actual crowns some came in their derby it was amazing so my youngest attendee was three months old my oh. oldest was well into her 70s wow. it was amazing okay so we had an amazing time um dinner drinks entertainment we had poets uh we had dan african dance troupe that came out it was just a really great experience um, we have gentlemen in attendance, but they are only in the serving capacity. So you are escorted to your seat by a gentleman in Come a full on, suit and yeah. white gloves. Ooh, uh, nice. Oh, yes. They serve us dinner. <laughs> they nice. serve us high tea. It was amazing. Nice. Okay. So say all that to say at the end of the evening, it's always very emotional for me because it's, it's the culmination of a year's worth of planning to right. get it to a beauty level for these women because I want them to walk away feeling like, Oh my God, that just, I'm still tinkling about what I went through. Yeah. So we got to the end. I tell everyone, thank you. Please hang out and, you know, enjoy each other's company for a while. So we clapped it out, ended the show. At the end, um, I kind of found myself like at the stage and there was a line from the stage halfway to the back of the room. And I'm looking at these people like, what are they lining up for? <laughs> They were lining up to talk about how they could be involved and help out yeah. and enjoy the, mm -hmm. the sister circle yeah. uh, and be involved with Dignified Diva. Right. Yeah. When I tell you, when I realized why they were in line and that they were just going to patiently wait each sister to talk to me and to hug and to say, oh, my God, this was amazing. Yeah. And I brought my daughter or I brought my mentee. I about lost it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. that right there, at the end, I said, you know, look, this is a collaborative effort. If you've enjoyed what you've witnessed, please, you know, reach out. I didn't expect for them to do it that day. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, so case in point, you know, people want to be involved. They want to help. You have to be comfortable enough to say, I need your help. And, and then be comfortable enough to accept it. Because that's a that's an entirely different thing. You can say, yes, I need your help. And then someone comes bearing help. And you say, I don't know if I can accept that. I you can't do both. I think for me, it, it, self-care is always a operating in my strategic self-care plan is a challenge mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, for me every day. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I'm inspired when I talk to Anana and it lasts for about three to five days and then 
realistically, it, <laughs> yeah. it wears off. Yeah. And I have to really think about the fact, and I say it all the time, I'm no good to nobody else if I can't help myself. And right. I have to always think about what they say when I get on the plane. You have to put the oxygen mask on first yeah. before first. you can help other people. Because oftentimes what we do is very routine. Um, you have it down to a cadence. It's like, a, mm -hmm. you know, you could do certain things with your eyes closed and things and people, <gasps> you know, the way you do it. I'm like, yeah, that's how I do it. I lay it out or whatever. But I want to get to that next level. Like, I know that the purpose is not just this, but I have right. to do the next level of work, which is to have a strategic plan because mm -hmm. I do feel burned out. Yeah. There yeah. are Sundays I'm like, I got to do a show today. I do. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna be yeah. Honest. Truth. Yeah. It's truth. Yeah. So I have to do Absolutely. I want to stay home and I got to go and I rush. And then the show happens and it's great. I'm like, yay. And I listen to the show myself oftentimes. Every show I do, I listen to it to just make sure I'm good. What I should have said, not said. I should interject, mm -hmm. you know, all that. But I'm like, it is a struggle to to take care of yourself. That's because there's a full menu of needs. Right. Yeah. And you only right. had the appetizer and the dessert. Right. And so that's why at the end of the day, you still feel hungry. Yeah. Right. You yeah. still feel exhausted. Yeah. And so you just have to finish figuring out what menu works for you. Mm -hmm. And some yeah. of it is exploratory. You mm -hmm. know, it's like you have to start saying, wow, well, what is it? And so week to week, you begin learning more about yourself. Yep. I mean, it's a level of intimacy. Yep. That is far beyond. Yep. It's far beyond, right? When you begin really becoming more intimate with yourself yep. and your body and your thoughts and your mind, and you start to say, man, I didn't know I needed that. Mm -hmm. Because you start talking to people who are excellent. They're your self-care dream team members. Right. And you schedule, say, you know, once a week, I'm going to talk to someone that knows more than me in this area. Mm -hmm. And that can be a part of your strategy. Right. And they start saying, well, what about this? That's what I do. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah. What about this, Anana? Have you thought about No, I haven't thought about it. <laughs> yeah, And then I try and I come back and I say, okay, that didn't work for me. But you know what did happen this week? This like for once, I'll give you an example. So I have a, a counseling session that I do on a regular, right? And my counselor said, hey, why don't you, I want you to work on grieving some losses you may not have grieved. I'll give you an example. Now, this is something I would never come up with. Mm. Ever, right? And this is in the category of spiritual and emotional self-care. But because I have scheduled a weekly session with a person that knows more than me, okay, <laughs> that I have to humble myself to, <laughs> that I have to be honest mm. with, mm. they help me pull out what I may need. And and because I know my own program, I know that it's a shopping session for which menu item works for me. So I don't feel too attached to the suggestion. Okay. I just try it. Right, right. So she said, look what I want you to do, Anana. I want you to, this week, I want you, where, where do you like to grieve? I was like, what is that? Grieving? <laughs> Getting mm. negative emotions right. out? No, 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 no. <laughs> so she said to me, she said, well, I want you to think about grieving because once you get past the grief, it will, you can live differently. Mm. I said, okay, lady. Sounds like a great idea to get past grief. So she says, all right. She says, well, when you think about it, where where do you cry? And I said, well, I cry in the bed or I may cry in the shower if I have a moment. Mm -hmm. She says, okay, well, I want you to plan for um, a bath. And I want you to just 
take a bath and cry in a bath. Mm. In the back of my head, I was like, same thing. Mm. <laughs> Probably won't do <laughs> that, won't right? Cry in the bath. Cry in the bath. Okay. Cry in the shot, right? And so, you know, the, the high schooler in me was like, <laughs> right. Okay. I'm not doing that. So, so throughout the week, what I did was, I'm just trying to use practical examples because yes. what we do in Sister Care Alliance and with the self-care program <laughs> is you have to be practical so yes. people can relate, right? Yes. So I, that week I said, all right. So I turned on the water and I looked at the, the tub and I said, I'm supposed to cry in you, right? That was my self-care baby step. I made the effort and I was like, okay. I don't think it's going to happen. I turned the water off, right? So the next day <laughs> I, I turned on the shower and I was like, I think I'm supposed to cry in you. I said it out loud. Nobody else was around. And then I was like, it's not, it's not, I don't feel like it. No. So I was watching this, um, doing my little YouTube surfing one moment when I was having a, a, a brain freeze moment. And there was a video of a, a, a son and a mother. The mother was in a wheelchair. She was a quadriplegic and it was the son's wedding. And this, the wedding song came on for the, son and the mother to dance so he takes her out on the wheelchair and he's moving with the wheelchair yeah. and in the middle of the song he picks her up out the wheelchair and holds out her of balling. Yeah. and starts and, st- and finishes the entire song you know his arms were getting heavy and he oh. had them move the wheelchair out the way uh. and her head was the only thing she could move so she draped it on his shoulder every now and then then she picked it up and then she whispered something in his ear and then he like rubbed his head on her I mean and for the whole song I Balling. let it yeah. so I went back to my session <laughs> it's hard to hear right I know so I go back to my session and she's okay I know I know you know she's like really excited how was your, how was it? And I, so I told her what I did. She says, okay, so now we know what, what doesn't work for you. Uh-huh. I said, you know why? Because water makes me feel good. Okay. Being in water. So yeah. that doesn't work for me. But right. then I told her about the video. She said, so now we're going to plan a program around you being able to be honest about what you need to grieve, even if movies or these clips have to trigger it. Okay. Are you all hearing? Yeah. Yeah. So she wow. imparted wisdom, but I was willing to. Um, taste test different menu mm. items that would help me take better mm. care of myself. Mm. Mm. Okay. Taste test. But that's the strategy. The strategy wasn't that I came up with everything. Right. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah, yeah. The strategy right. was that I have self-care dream team members. I have a list of things. That, what do I need? I have a, um, a whole sheet that we have. Um, it's a poster that has all the categories of care. And when I need something, I write it on there because I can't be left up to my own devices mm-hmm. to remember. It. Yeah, yeah. So anywho, that is an example of what it means to be strategic and not just rely on yourself so that you're not eating like a half-baked cookie mm-hmm. and calling it self-care. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about backlash. We talked about that yeah. early in the beginning. Why is it that we have to move in stealth mode or kind of underground in just <laughs> order to just be? Look at her face. You want to start with Adelio now? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even know if I can answer that one. Yeah. <laughs> That's, mm, why are we moving in stealth? Why do some of us have to? Some of us have to move yeah. because of the backlash that we would experience when we try to evolve, right? So that's a whole manipulation and control. It is. It is. And I, I think that, oof, wow, that's, that's, a, that's a heavy topic. They say I ask <laughs> questions. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. No, yeah. no, 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 it's, no okay. it's fine. It's okay. Yeah, no, it's fine. Um, as far as backlash is concerned, I think that the, the world at large is still afraid of what they perceive as the angry black woman. 
So for me, it is, you know, when you assert yourself, when you are uh, providing something that is important uh, for, for women of color, if you assert yourself too heavily, then it becomes, okay, watch for that one because there are going to be a bunch that are going to follow her. And then it becomes, okay, she's, I, I attribute it to um, the Malcolm X movie. You remember the the part in the movie where all he did was raise his hands? And I talked about that yesterday. Yep. And everybody moved and then they stopped talking and every that is the kind of power that we wield. Mm. If I'm being honest. Mm. That that really is the kind of power we birth nations. We influence nations. We can we can start war. There's there are there there is no limit to the things that we are able to do as women when we put our minds to it, whether on the good side or on the bad side. And I think that people are feel fearful of that, and so it requires for us to um, move differently. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, so, what in the world is going on here? Sorry, ladies. It's okay. Um, so it requires for us to sometimes move a little bit more stealthily um, when we're trying to do things. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I am more above ground. I'm, I'm one of those that I guess they, they figure as non-threatening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the sparkle and glitter sense to give people a Mary Poppins type vibe, which is fine. Um, but, you know, I, I do definitely understand that that power can be used for good or for evil. And you have to be careful on the way that you use it and for whom you use it for. Um, I do definitely believe that there are some women that their strength, it really does scare the powers that be. And they will do anything that they possibly can to try to squash it. So for those women that do have to move underground, yes, it's definitely safer for them because those are the women that we need as well. Mm. You know, we need the Mary Poppins of the world. Sure, that's fine. But we also need, you know, our, our sisters that are rougher, tougher, um, speak right in your face with what is needed. We need the Harriet Tubmans. You know, we, we need those women that are going to make that railroad. Look, this is not going to be easy, but we're going to get there, mm. you know, and, and you have to be able to maneuver and have people on both sides in order for it to be a collective effort that makes the, the hit that we needed to make. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to make sure that I, you know, overstate that nothing Idalia does is Mary Poppins. OK, yeah. <laughs> I don't know where she came with that either. I, I mean, I, I understand that the sparkle is this magical experience that allows you to enjoy being what you may consider mm-hmm. feeling like a woman, feeling feminine. Right. Everybody's definition is different. Um but there's there's such a power in that that ends up empowering people that say no, no thank you, I feel better today no thank you mm-hmm. I don't have to exchange my time for you for toiletries or any critical no thank you um what did you say no I feel a lot more dignified today and I don't really oh. need to exchange my dignity for uh for what you're offering me today mm-hmm. because I feel stronger so I don't I just want to make sure that's clear that. Um, Okay. It, it's it, there's nothing Mary Poppins about that mm-hmm. at I all. I accept that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I it, accept that. I think it helps to correct the DNA damage, mm-hmm. you know, that's been done to Black women who've not been allowed to enjoy just feeling good. Yeah. Um, you know, and and feeling enlightened and sparkly and lovely. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with that because um, we want to feel that way. 
Well, it's it's relaxing. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. means that there's it a is. war side of you that yeah. doesn't have to right. be engaged. Mm-hmm. It's it's a um it's like this savory moment that also is synonymous with safety mm, because yeah. you're not going to sparkle if you don't feel safe. Right. And so yeah. I would venture to say that you do have a Harriet way about you because to create a safe space means you have to strong arm quite a bit of people mm-hmm. and you have to be very, very clear about what's acceptable and what's not acceptable. Um, right. And so I just want to say that for the you record. I'll yeah, take that. Yeah, yeah. I, will, I, will, yeah. bu- I will bully you with my sparkle. Uh, yes, you're going to, you're going <laughs> to. Yeah. And, you, and you're going to protect the sparkle moment. You're right. not going to allow any, you will voraciously make sure that nobody's going to interrupt or contaminate mm-hmm. a moment that a woman, I've seen that look in your eye, boo. Yeah. Okay. We have, <laughs> we have worked together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We so yeah. you gonna get the sparkle moment and enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. And, and nobody's gonna interrupt it. it and, no, and you're not gonna feel bad about it during. Absolutely like that's not. a part of the pr- purses. Exactly. <laughs> right. Right. And that's a part of the protection that's necessary. And so that leads me yeah. to two things that I think are under discussed when you talk about black women, in particular black women who um, have to be underground or kind of stealth-like with their movements. One is the lack of compassion Mm. that we receive, the belief that we are like the mules. Chief. Right? (laughs) If you see someone as a mule, then you will never have immediate compassion. And so your decision to get back at, to quote-unquote educate, your decision to get in line, even your decision to participate becomes more aggressive because you see them as mule-like. You see them Mm -hmm. as a rough-edged sword, even though we are curved to the gods. Even though when our skin is moisturized with shea butter, it looks like you can sink into it. Yeah. Even though all of that exists, even though our hair, you can, your fingers could get lost in our hair mm. and come back smelling wonderful. Even mm-hmm. though all of that exists, there are those who see us in a mule-like fashion with a tough, rough exterior with hooves that could stomp on their ego or their dreams or whatever, right? There are people who just to engage with us, they choose to be more aggressive. Right. So for the lack of compassion by itself that exists when people engage with us, that is enough for you to say, you know what, you're not going to deal with me in a way that you're reminded that I'm not just a human being, but I deserve some softness in the way you, you tone your, your voice. Mm-hmm. So we get used to saying, who are you talking to? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Right. What? Can you fix your tone? Like we, we have standard mm-hmm. phrases mm-hmm. to correct people's uh, way that they engage, engage with us with because us. they're so used yeah. to engaging with us with the lack of compassion. So that's one. Nobody wants to deal with that. The emotional damage that's done is never seen when you're coming at a black woman with the lack of compassion. Mm. So much so that she prepares to not receive it. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. So for that alone, there's it's a, a reason to not let anybody know that you're doing something that tugs on your heart. That is a part of your soft, gooey center that makes you feel like you're serving other sisters, that makes you feel like you're serving yourself. Why? Why expose somebody with no compassion to right, that? Right. OK. The second thing is to Adelia's point, the power in aligning means that when you show up, you're not alone. Mm-hmm. And so it's terrifying for someone. It, I get phone calls 
as a representative of Sister Care Alliance. Mm-hmm. So when people talk to me, they feel like they're talking to several black women all at once. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why I encourage black women to join organizations. Everyone should feel that way. Mm-hmm. In right. general, you should feel like you're talking to my dad, my brother. Shout out to Sekou. Shout out to Herger Harris. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. You should feel like if you say something funny to me, that you're talking to them too. Mm-hmm. But that's unfortunately not the case. Yeah. And it's not the case in a lot of places. So for those, just I could list many other reasons why it's dangerous, how it affects our job, yes. how people try to um, do PR lynchings, right, mm-hmm. with black women, um, how people want us to be put in a box such that we can't rise to be able to make the changes we would like to. Mm-hmm. Um All of that matters, but that lack of compassion and the vision that we could be connected to others that may show up when you do something wrong, because that's what happens with Sister Care Alliance. Mm -hmm. If we find out that you've been grossly negligent and and done something wrong to one of our members, we all do show up. So it's warranted, like whatever they're concerned about, they should be because (laughs) we don't really we don't allow you know, things to go unnoticed. We don't not discuss it. We we know how to have truth and reconciliation commissions for one person mm-hmm. if we have to. Mm-hmm. Um, and all black women should have that. So I like to make sure that the sisters who want to stay underground can can you stay that, that, that soft nugget center that yeah. they want to protect. They deserve to be able to right. protect it. And those who are like, oh, my soft nugget center is well protected and I'm about to be in your face today. They too are a part of the organization. They are protected, yeah. Right? So that's how we have the two. Is that helpful? That's helpful. Okay. A lot of us, um, this is uncharted territory, right? Because we don't, I don't come from a bloodline of entrepreneurs. I don't come from a, yeah. a, a bloodline of people that are community centered. It was hardworking people, yeah. family people, but not so much of, well, let me extend past the immediate family. Yeah. So what I do is extend to people I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, what mm-hmm. we do, we extend to strangers. It doesn't matter. We don't need to know you. If I don't know you, that's fine. If there's a need, come to me. And let's see how we can work this need, right? Mm-hmm. So it's uncharted territories for, for some of us. Well, you know, it might be uncharted to you, but because of trauma, we tend to not retell stories from generations past, mm. right? right? So you probably are carrying on a really powerful lineage, but because some of our stories are intertwined with such trauma, we don't get to hear about what great and great, great and mm-hmm. all of our, our mm-hmm. ancestors did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so and- I've, been fortunate, I've been fortunate enough to hear some of the stories um, that are from my lineage. Um, Tell it. Oh, okay. So I'm a a little bit of a gypsy. I've been a little bit everywhere. So my mother is from St. Thomas of Virgin Islands. So I'm West Indian on one side. Mm -hmm. My father is from Ghana and I was born in Liberia. So I'm of the crew tribe. And um, the the story that my father told me as a child was that the, uh, during the time frame when I was born, first of all, I was the first baby girl born in, born in the village. So that already gave me a swings hair. Exactly. Swing and <laughs> <laughs> so there was that. Um, I was also the first uh, the first born of the uh, of the children. So there's that. Um, but there is also there's some royalty back in the line that I'm from. And when my dad was telling us the story, he told it to us. I was probably about six or seven, and he told it a few more times as we got older, age appropriate, obviously. But apparently, um, while we were in Liberia, there was there was some time where they were killing off families 
that could potentially ascend to the throne. Mm-hmm. That was never going to happen in my lifetime. But there were more radical groups that were killing off whole families in order to ensure that you're not going to sit on this throne. So in an attempt to make sure that we were safe, my dad and mom moved us to uh, Illinois, where I grew up. So I was raised with a very, you are of royal lineage. You Mm. are a princess. Mm. I'm going to raise you as such. Mm. You are to be treated as such. Don't you ever forget who you are. Okay. It was very Mufasa-like in nature. (laughs) (laughs) remember who you are Mm -hmm. now as a as a young woman you know my father made it a point to every day tell us you're beautiful you're intelligent so I never needed to hear that when I went out into the street Mm. it alleviated me dealing with um, as my mom would call them pissy tail little boys (laughs) so you know (laughs) yes you know so you get I got that positive reinforcement so it allowed for me to flourish in some other ways they were extremely heavy in the uh, the uh, religious organization that I grew up in there was a so I have a very solid foundation of support of belief in a higher power of um, making sure that your heart is is shown and given to other people Mm -hmm. so I have that as a base Um, now as an adult you know you you kind of veer off a little bit from what you're raised with Um, so but you never quite forget it so there's always that thing in the back of your head telling you Adelia, okay, you know better. You should be treated as better, whatnot. So you you get away from it because you're a young adult and you want to try stuff and mom and dad couldn't possibly know what they're talking about. So you're you're raised um, with this beautiful thing and then you get away from it and then you have to kind of circle back to it. So with Dignify a Diva, it took a very long time for me to figure out a way to make this purpose that I knew I had work for me because I knew it wasn't going to look exactly the way that I was raised with, but I knew that I couldn't get too far away from it without doing something. And it took up to what, 40 for me because I'm 45 now. So it took five, it up took up to year 40 for me to say, Oh, right. Yeah. That's how it's supposed to look. And now I can start to build on who I can support and how does that look? So where does it start? right here in my in my general community what am i noticing okay this person needs this and okay she needs that but she doesn't want to say it all right so i'm gonna just slip her at that and then as you're slipping folks stuff and they're kind of looking at you like how did you know that mm-hmm. you start to build a bit of a, a community of people that are are feeling safe mm-hmm. because come on that person, they do because that person then goes and tells someone else Yo, Adalia just did, and mm-hmm. I haven't heard anything else about it. Or did you know that she did X, Y, Z? And then the word starts to get out, and then mm-hmm. people start to come just a little bit at a time. Right. But they start to come a little bit more, just a little bit more. And then as the word gets out, you're, you're able to support more people. This is a very word of mouth mm-hmm. type of effort. You know, but you you get it from that foundation. So, yes, they my parents made it a point to make sure that I had a very, very solid foundation. I love them for that. Mm. You know, they they definitely made sure that my brothers and sisters and I knew, look, this is what's expected. We're going to support some people. It's not always going to be in the best circumstances. You're probably going to see some things that you're scared to see. Yeah. But guess what? This could be be okay. Yeah. (laughs) You're going to be okay. This Mm -hmm. could be us. Mm -hmm. And the whole point is. 
you have to step outside of yourself in order to be able to be a support to that other people. That is true. That is true. Let me ask you this. Are we ready to, and I'm just being funny because I already know the answer, but are we real? Are we ready to take our businesses to the next level? Because now people realize that black lives do matter, right? So now, <laughs> now is money going to come to support some of these underground or grassroots type businesses, nonprofits, everything that we've been doing, robbing Peter to pay Paul, maybe get a little funding here and there. Are we in a space now that the opportunities are going to start to come. What say you? Who wants to take it first? She's sucking. Look at you oh, being a high I got, schooler. I got, Go ahead, oh, Adalia. What about I, I, you? I, come on. Is the money? I feel a little differently what, about this. what? How do you feel? Talk to us. So I feel like we're trending. Yes, <laughs> I do. And I think that there are going to be some opportunities for a little while, mm-hmm. but I think at some point we're going to stop trending. Okay. You, I, I think that it's it's get it while you can. Mm-hmm. It, it's going to be here for a little bit, but I don't think that it's going to last very long. I think that the powers that be will support it as long as it's popular. Um, and then, and and don't get me wrong, there will be some though, some of those that support because they know it's the right, right thing to do, right. and yeah. they right. have genuinely seen a train right. a change right. in their dynamic, and they understand right. it differently. So I'll definitely give you that. Right. But I think that it is important for us to make sure that we support each other. Yes. Because more of the change and our growth to the next level is going to come from our collabor- collaborations with each other. Mm. That's what's going to mobilize us and grow us and get us to the next level. I'm big on collaboration over competition. There's enough here for us to be able to move together. Yes, we are. One of us may be the one that is able to get that large hit, but I think it's going to be that person that then mobilizes the rest of us. There's going to be a few to get those large hits and then we'll be able to mobilize the rest. We have to support our grassroots organizations if we expect to to make it. Yeah. Anon, I saw your leg shaking under you know, the table. She yeah, didn't yeah. wait to answer this one. She was over here like, I, I like not going first. I, I like not going first because it helps me. It helps me so much. That leg was shaking yeah, like, no, you know, I, I mean, I agree. I agree. I, I think there's always a trend, you know, mm-hmm. especially when you're working in community focused work. Yes. You know, um, when the Harriet movie came out, everybody loved Harriet Tubman. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) oh my god Harriet Tubman I didn't know this about her right right right. I mean I could go on I can date back you know every time there's a shooting you know there's a trend every time there's something going on globally there's a trend so I mean part of part of it is human nature Mm -hmm. right Right. part of it is just how we operate you know um and then part of it is also out of sight out of mind Mm -hmm. you know for some people if it's not in your face um then it's hard for them to see but I do think that one of the most important things that are being um offered is intellectual capital Right. I think Mm -hmm. being empowered with the ability to understand how to grow your business, Mm -hmm. how to put yourself in proximity to people that can help guide you in areas that you don't know how to do, how to be honest about what you are doing as a leader that's keeping from your keeping your business from growing or keeping your organization from growing. I I really think that intellectual capital is so, so valuable right now. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're realizing it in isolation. 
right? Yeah. We're sitting right. here by ourselves like, well, wait a minute. We all are experiencing a, a similar, some more extreme and severe than others, but we're all experiencing this pandemic. We're all experiencing, you know, stay at home. We're all experiencing quarantine lifestyle to some degree. Some of us are not experiencing it. Some people are, you know, anywho. Yeah. So <laughs> if that's the case, and so many people all at the same time are having to change their entire business models. Yes. Right. So many people all at the same time are at the beginning of a race and saying, all right, how am I going to pivot? How am I going to ship? What do I need to learn to keep me bringing in revenue? How can I continue my organization? If everybody is having to do that, the ones who are interested in increasing their intellectual capital, their ability to understand and know. Yes what to do next. Mm-hmm. Those are going to be the people that move. And that, it was the same before the yeah, pandemic. True, true. Right. Before true, the pandemic, true. those who were willing to say, true. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do that. I need to learn it. I need to be around people. I need to, you know, there are people who join organizations because they strategically know that if they're not physically a part of an organization that's constantly talking about either entrepreneurship or business development or personal development or emotional care, whatever it is, if you're not a part of something that has a regular cadence, Mm -hmm. right, of addressing it and, and all kinds of opportunities to learn, then they know for a fact they will not grow. They will, their business will not grow. They will not make more money. And those people that address what they critically need and then move on it are people who are constantly sharpening their intellectual capital and everything else follows. Everything else Mm, follows. mm. Resources, connections, everything else follows when you decide, you know what, I need this to become more lucrative. Yes. Yes. (laughs) How I make, you know, the reason that I can sit down and speak and do things in my area is because I've been developing this intellectual capital for years. <laughs> and I can do it. You? I can bison. Um I can with my eyes closed do certain literally yeah. with my eyes closed do certain things. And what's easy for you is not always easy for someone else. And that's True. the type of service that you want to provide. Right. Right. Whether right. logistically it's easy for you to facilitate it mm-hmm. and you've worked it out mm-hmm. um, financially, you have the resources yeah. or you have the connection. Yeah. So I just would encourage people that no matter what you hear in terms of who's going to fund what or where the money is or isn't, I would just encourage you to really focus on building up your intellectual capital because what comes after that is a bunch of open doors. Mm. Mm. I had to, my Alliances son, are important. Yeah. yeah. And, and learning important. and learning. learning. Learn like what do you yeah. want to learn? Like what 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 is blocking you emotionally, spiritually? Um, what is blocking you intellectually? What is what is blocking you um, economically? What what's blocking you educationally? Mm-hmm. You know what what is stopping that process? My son, we were watching. Um, we have these educational moments, and we were watching uh, the show. Oh man, I'm just, it's a big, big problem that I'm not remembering the brother's <laughs> name and I'm really going to be shamed Uh-oh. in the black academic community for not saying his name, but uh, just bear with me. Uh-huh. There's a brother, that, the brother that has the show where he, he traces your lineage. Gates. 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 Yeah. Okay. Lord oh, have mercy. Mm-hmm. So we're watching it and, um, Henry Louis Gates. so he, he, he ends up talking through, um, the process mm-hmm. of, finding out what someone, uh, what their lineage is. And he was telling the story. I can't remember who it was. I don't, I don't remember. It was a, it was a rapper, I think mm-hmm. it was a brother. And so it was said that one of his great, great third, great 
ancestors um, learned to read and was able to read a contract and was able to acquire land mm-hmm. at a time where black folks didn't acquire land. And so right. my son is watching it and he's like, he's like, yeah, I said, but what if I told you, you because you're not practicing your reading this summer. Now that we're about to shout out to homeschooling. Right. Did I say that in an excited Ooh. tone? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I feel the same. God bless all the parents with kids in school. That's a, that would be us. Uh, this whole table right here. Yeah. <laughs> they'll be home. No, no, mine, mine's going to be home. Mine's not going to Let me know when you need yeah, my sparkle be... session. I'll bring wine. Thank you. Yeah. I think all parents that will be you. homeschooling for the first time need a sparkle oh session. <laughs> but so I sat there and I said, what if I told you if you can't read this, then I want you to wash all the dishes for the rest of the year in the house simply because you can't read this. And mm. he said, oh, no, no, I'm going to have to read it. I said, no, but you don't know how. You mm. don't know how to read. And he said, well, then how can I get out of doing something I don't want to do? I said, exactly. Mm-hmm. So there's so many of us that have organizations, that have businesses, that um, have things that we want to do in life, mm. but we can't read. Right. So you will be stuck grinding. Oh, this is so hard. I've got to work this job and do my dream. I've got to do this and do that. And you will burn yourself out simply because you don't want to sit down and learn Mm -hmm. how to read or learn how to do what leaders do who are actually finding the capital. So I just wanted to Mm. like run that down in in the dirt (laughs) enough to say intellectual capital, I think, is one of the most important um, things in, in working on your mindset. That is very valuable to those who are looking for this this new trend of money, whether it stops trending or not. Mm. Adalia, what do you where do you see your business? Where do you see Dignified Diva? What do you want for it in the future? Um, Dignified Diva will have a a building at some point. I really want to turn it into a um, a holistic building (laughs) Um, that allows for women that have survived different types of traumas to come for an extended stay. Um, So depending on the circumstance would determine how long the stay is, but then it is a rebuilding of your dignity in totality. So there will be those women that are escaping abusive type relationships where they are needing extended stays. They need uh, job placement. They need home placement. They need um, counseling. They need they need it all in order to rebuild their lives. So there will be a part of this living situation that will be specifically geared towards them. Then there will be a uh, respite type situation, just a, a weekend type getaway for women that are just dealing with, well, not, uh, let me take that back, not just because none of it is just right. dealing with a different type of a trauma, whether that is illness um, for themselves or for someone that they love, depression. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a youth and I'm being bullied. You know, there will be a different type of a program for them where they can come and get different types of support. So whether that is counseling and how do I deal with, you know, what I'm, what I'm having to go through on a regular basis, but it would literally be a home where someone can come and get whatever they need. So that's my ultimate goal. That's down a ways. Um, But that's, 
that's what I envision, that Dignify a Diva will be not a house, but a home where women and girls can come and start to rebuild their dignity and their, their love for themselves and then walk out of that home feeling empowered to take on the world in whatever way they need to. Mm. I want to correct you. It shouldn't be down the ways. I know. I was like, oh, that's going to be soon. That's going to be sooner than later. That like, don't, don't be afraid of it. It's like closer than than you, than you think. Anana, what do you see? What do you want for your business, your brand and for your community? For all of them, we'd be here for a while. I'll I'll say for Sister Care Alliance. Twinkle in her eyes. That's the question. I love you. I love you. Go, go, go. Um, well, for Sister Care Alliance in particular, because we believe that self-care is a form of social justice and social justice is a form of self-care, I really am excited about the growth of the organization yeah. by chapters, right? Mm-hmm. And continuing mm-hmm. to establish formal chapters where more get to learn the strategic self-care program, mm-hmm. where it's easier to learn. And so where there's online-based systems and there's actually an institute where sisters can go and just be surrounded by opportunities to learn and practice Mm -hmm. and test out ways that they can not only take better care of themselves, but ways they can better align so that they're not doing things alone. Mm -hmm. Um, And so there are practical um, steps that I see being made. But in general, I really want more chapters. Like our Charlotte chapter is being run by Jasmine Hines. Mm -hmm. And she launched a whole initiative called Amplify Activate. It's powerful. They're up there um, decolonizing yoga. <laughs> that's what they say. Oh, oh they gangsters. And see, that's the thing with Sister Care Alliance. There are people who are gangster before they even found out about a strategic self-care Ooh. program. Like you already it. come to the table powerful, right? We just want to make sure that people like Jasmine can continue to take excellent care of herself. Yeah. And then that framework be taught. And so that's what they're doing. She's been teaching and hosting strategic self-care support groups. She's been offering strategic self-care courses. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a partnership with the Women of Color Institute where free strategic self-care courses courses have been mm. hosted on Tuesdays. Um, we have a social justice mag- matters and self-care for um, black girls and online training that mm-hmm. we've been hosting. I love this it. one coming mm-hmm. up. We have Miss Rita Daniels, who's a descendant of Harriet Tubman mm. and runs the Harriet Tubman Learning Center out here in Georgia. Mm-hmm. She's going to speak with attorney Tatiana Lima and attorney Candace McKinley. So our network is continuing to grow and I just want to train as many people as possible so that they can go out structure their own strategic self-care and teach others so yeah it's it's like it's out of my hands at this point you know I I realized by year four the more that you teach there's a a sister CJ Madam CJ who is killing the game she Mm -hmm. was just certified Uh to um, offer strategic self-care consultations and she is not playing she's Mm -hmm. blowing up the spot she works with sisters through the strategic self-care program with taking care of their wombs and fibroids Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. I want to just continue growing that way she's phenomenal yeah so she's certified Uh and and ready to go with taking clients who want to learn this program Um, so yeah that's what I want to do I just there's so many phenomenal, powerful sisters out there that already have a calling. They yeah. already have a purpose. It has nothing to do with me. Mm. I want to strengthen them and, and, and support them in a way that they know how to take care of themselves and that they can teach the framework to others and keep freeing yeah. more black women. So you don't feel chained to this sacrificial beat yourself up life. 
that you right. can kind of strategically welcome some sparkle. <laughs> you can say what you need. You can, and you can have it. You can, because it is a need. And when you get it, you I'm end tickled. up sparkling more. I'm tickled. Mm-hmm. I'm tickled. What? You sparkle more, and you share more love, and you can grow your yes. business more. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's, it's a it's a phenomenon. This sparkle situation is no joke. When yes. you feel it and you can yeah. to the rest of the world, yeah. I'm telling you, I need some sparkle. I yeah, need some people need it. Yeah, they need it. They do. They, they do, and they it. don't think they do. Yeah, you, yeah. It's, it's it's funny when you look at glare because people laugh at me all the time about this sparkle thing, and they're constantly saying this is the silliest stuff I've ever heard. <laughs> and I said, okay. Let, let me explain something to you. Get some glitter on your skin and try to get it off. <laughs> you oh, notice how cute. it's almost impossible. It to is hard to get it off. Is. Glitter, okay, glitter so is. when you're looking at it, you're laughing about the moment when you got it because yes. you remember that it was something fun and light and it made you laugh. And it was probably one of your homegirls that had something glittery on or whatever. There's there's a lightness. There's a, a, a fun attached to it. And that's what sparkling glitter means to me. You know, it's there's... It's, you're not going to be able to get rid of me. So there's just, let's just say that. <laughs> you know, my counselor, that's, I feel like she spreads, she's Mama Afia Matsumoyo. Yeah. And she spreads glitter in every call. And even in the beginning, because I had a, a tough time, my son was hit by a car in, in April. Yeah. And it really kind of bottomed me out. I was like, COVID and work and all that. I mean, I was. On the outside, I was still functioning, Mm -hmm. right? On the inside, I was deteriorating Mm -hmm. because of that Mm -hmm. straw. Yeah. And so I said, oh, I'm going to need some counseling. Like, like Mm -hmm. enough is enough. Mm -hmm. So I started working with her and... You know, there, there are times when you're going through things internally, and, and I know there's some sisters out there that can uh, relate to this. There are times when you go think, through things internally, and just someone cracking a smile at you could aggravate you. <laughs> just like, you know, right. you know, I'm really not feeling sparkly right now. No, right now. I don't want right. to talk about how great yeah. things are. Yeah. And so I would, my first few sessions with her, I would, she's like, she is just, I mean, she's she wouldn't label it sparkles, but that's what it is, right? But that's what it is. So yeah. you get a hey, hi, Anana. You know, and she's just got this beautiful smile and she's like, Yeah, Anana. And on the inside, I'm like, what do I need to say to be honest and finish the session so that I can get whatever I'm supposed to get out of it? But then by the end, I the glitter got stuck on me. Mm-hmm. Like her mm-hmm. her glitter got stuck on me. Mm-hmm. And I leave the session like, <laughs> all right. And now I'm like weeks later. Like I've been going weeks now, I'm just glittering all over the place. Yeah, I uh-huh. see. You see, see me? You. It's infectious. I see. It's infectious. I know. I see. But, but you have to allow yourself you to be to around lie. those yes. who yeah. are willing to not judge you for not feeling sparkly. sparkly. They're willing to okay sit too. with you and say, it's fine, mm-hmm. boo. And we're going to still yeah. want more for you. We're yeah. still going to want your insides right. to be warmer and, mm-hmm. and cozier. Mm-hmm. And, and it's it's not always going to be, you know, as much as I spew out a lot of sparkle, I understand that everyone isn't necessarily ready for it in the way that I give it. That's not going to stop me from giving it to you. And, and I don't feel amen. any type of way when you don't <laughs> accept it in that way. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Because guess what? My skin is tough enough that when you are ready for the sparkle, because at some point you will be, it'll still be here. And I'm not going to love you any less than any I less. The Come I on, I tell you. That's how I nice. feel, too. You know, when I walk in the room, people are like, mm, the self-care lady. <laughs> Here she comes. Uh-huh. I 
gets I get all the, the shade. The <laughs> I'm like, no, nah, I don't invite her to the meeting. No, no, we can't do the self care lady because she goes start talking about that, and I, I can't, can't do, it. do it. It happens all the time, yeah. and it's okay. It's okay because eventually, some, not all, you know, some people are fine, mm-hmm. right? But the ones who are not fine, life will beat your behind. Mm-hmm. I almost cussed, I and know. I did not. You did life can life can can wake up and beat your behind, yeah. and mm-hmm. and uh, and on those days, I get late night phone calls. And they say, right. look, I don't know what you're doing, but I just have a question. And two hours later, because I don't mind, because it's not it's not what you say it's when you say it, mm-hmm. when you say it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you agree, Adelia? Mm-hmm. Like, it's I not do. it's not. I don't that's why I don't run around jump, jamming this down anybody's throat. Right. Because my phone doesn't stop ringing. It doesn't right. stop ringing because at some point you've heard me say you can do it. Mm-hmm. You need a strategy. And I'm super confident in working with you to get it. Mm-hmm. And then somebody calls. Yeah. And someone right. says, all right, I'm ready because life just put its foot in my back. And whatever strategies I had before, they're not working, working anymore. Not like working. everything I'm pulling from the people that I call, the 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 posts that I put up, I, I'm putting up posts now and I'm not getting the same responses. Um, I just don't, the foods that I'm eating are not making me feel any better. You know, uh, right. I, I can't get my hair done or I can't go swimming or it's COVID. Like people are running out of options. And at some point you have to get super serious yeah. about being strategic about not not dying, not dying spiritually, not dying emotionally, not dying physically, mm-hmm. artistically. Mm-hmm. Like you have to choose to not die one day. And when that day comes, you call you for some sparkle. You call me. You call Real Chicks Rock and say, hey, you've got the connection to so many things. And you reach out and ask for help. Yeah. I would prefer you not wait for rock bottom. Me too. That's I what, would too. That's what strategic self-care is. Yeah. Is you're putting these strategies in place so that you don't have to hit rock bottom. Right. right now, you might come close and be like, all right, I finally addressed yeah, yeah, this issue, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. but it's I don't time. want you to reach rock bottom. Yeah. No, don't don't wait till you're at the end. And, yeah. you know, it, it, it all boils again. It all boils down to there. There's no judgment. You know, even if even if you do hit that rock bottom. OK, that's that's what you had to do. My hard head makes a soft butt. Yeah, I. Mine is super soft. Oh, welcome. So I time. understand. Welcome. No, all it time. is super cushy all around the time. here. All the time. You know, all the time. We've all, we've all, you know, made some decisions that didn't make sense. And so talk we, about the no judgment real quick. There's Adele. no I'm judgment. Sorry, there there okay. really is. There's what does no that judgment mean? What does that mean? Because I have people come to me with horrific scenarios and I have my own horrific scenarios. Um, but can you describe what, what does no judgment mean? Because I don't think people understand you uh, can come to me with whatever horrific, horrible, oh my God situation, and you're going to get how many purses do you need? <laughs> what do you need in those what purses? How mm-hmm. much sparkle do you need me to dump in that baggie for you to take with you? Mm-hmm. That's what you're going to get every single time. I have done enough in my own life that I am not about to judge anything that you've been right. I know that's, that's not right. my place. Talk about it. How can I help you You. get to whatever your next stage is? Mm -hmm. If I'm giving you the oh, clutches pearls. Yeah, (laughs) can't do that. that. That's not that's not helpful. No, and that's the whole reason that we don't talk to each other. Women are horrible to each other. Sometimes we don't talk to each other because we're afraid of. Oh my God, how is she going to look at me? Who is she going to tell after she talked, after I talked to her about Mm -hmm. it? And is she going to tell me no? Those three things alone will stop you every single time. So if you know off rip 
that anytime you come to Dignify a Diva, it's a safe space and we're not going to judge anything. And I'm going to hug you first, regardless of what you say. And then we're going to move on from there. It takes the edge off of, okay, I, I just, I really messed up. Okay, we've all really messed up mm -hmm. at one point or another. Yeah. And none of us are above messing up at some point and needing someone to say, I, girl, I got you. And if I don't know what to do, I'll figure out somebody that does. If I can't do it, I'll at least help to make the bridge. If I can't help you, guess what? I know Sister, uh, Sister Alliance can. Mm -hmm. I knew they can. Mm -hmm. if, if, she, if she has something, then maybe she'll pass her on to Real Chicks Rock. That's that collaboration yeah, yeah. over competition. There's bridges yeah, and there's making, no judgment for yeah. these bridges. You can get the help you need. Yeah. yeah, I think social media has made the no judgment thing harder. Mm -hmm. I think it's it made has. it harder for people to believe that there's no judgment, right. you know. Yeah, um, it really has. Just be you, just you, the layers. Mm -hmm. Just the layers, yeah. how things are piled on. I think it makes it hard for them. But no judgment is literally the core <laughs> of of being able to really be a servant. Yeah. You know? Right. To, to serve you have someone. To be able to, yeah. to stop that. You have to. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. there there's there's no way for you to be able to support the people that you need to support if if they feel that judgment off you. And and be very clear, people feel judgment immediately when they know it's there. Mm -hmm. There there's no they getting do. around it. They do. And there's no, mm -hmm. I'm about to go, as soon as I'm done with you, pretending like I'm not judging you, I'm going to go get on the phone and be like, can you believe? Nobody's doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Nobody's doing that, especially when you pick people of integrity and organizations now, that maintain that, a culture it. of integrity. That's the key. When you, yep. when you pick and you might, you might get a limit. You know, I've gone to a counselor before that has said some really twisted things, mm -hmm. but I understood that you have to date before you get married. Come on team. You right. got to date before you get married. Yeah. You have to date scenarios, organizations mm -hmm. and, and individuals. Right. Um, and that, that no judgment is, a requirement. It is. And I, I do hate that some community organizations don't have the culture of no judgment and they don't interact in that way. But there are some that that do. They, and they we really do. do. We <laughs> absolutely do. And That's ladies, the only way this works for me anyway. This is, this is unfortunately, it's my time. Well, I we, think I think it is fortunate because now you get to go practice some self-care because I was listening to you and I'm going to give you an assignment, ma'am. And anybody else uh -oh. listening, this is your strategic self-care assignment. I'm going to say the categories of care and whichever one of those categories make your stomach tighten just a little bit quietly, like, oh, I don't want to deal with that. That is the category that you start with and you address critical need. Come on, sis. Spiritual, emotional. Mm -hmm. Okay. Economic, time, money, and energy. Artistic, how you creatively express and address what you need. Physical, that's your body, your organs, but also your environment. Mm -hmm. Everything that has to do with your physical presence. Mm -hmm. Educational, what do you need to learn? And then social, who do you need to interact with virtually or not to address what you critically need? If, if you don't have to say it out loud, but if there's a category that I just named, spiritual, emotional, economic, artistic, physical, educational, social. If there's a category that makes your stomach tighten when you hear it, your body responds, even just a little bit, I want you to ask yourself, what do I critically need? And then begin taking baby steps towards addressing the need. Okay. Oh, Yes. Okay. And I'll call you in yes, the morning. I want to hear <laughs> from both of you. Both of y'all have my numbers. I'll call her in the morning <laughs> and tell her, Lord, I just, uh, 
I have to do it because I'm I'm going to hit this wall if I don't. I am. I I am self. I'm excited. I want to hear. Self-destructing, and I need some sparkle time. How can people find you, Adaya? How can people you reach can, out to you? So you can. I'm on the web. Uh, there's a website. So www.dignifiediva.org. I am on social media, um, Instagram and Facebook mm-hmm. as uh, Dignify a Diva. On Instagram, it's Dignify a Diva underscore official. Mm-hmm. On Facebook, it is Dignify a Diva. Twitter, I'm on Dignify a Diva as well. Um, and it, to be honest with you, if you have me on an, any of the social media platforms, you can DM me still. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. So I'm available in any of those ways. Good. Anana, how can people find you? Well, I am a team. Yes, so. you are. <laughs> you can yes, find us. 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 Um, at sistercarolines.org or on Instagram mm-hmm. at Sister Carolines. Mm-hmm. Website? Sistercarolines.org. Mm-hmm. Yep. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thanks, ladies. Thank you so Yay! much. I wish you were this here. Was such this was such good. I know. This was social self care. This is emotional self care. This, this was great. This was. This it was. You know, Let's do it again. Sometimes I to. get guests in here to help me. Yeah, we should take <laughs> questions. That would be great. Have people call in. Next and, time we'll do yeah. questions. Oh, I would love to do that. Is that yeah. well? You have to bring your brown self in here. I promise you. And not only will I bring my brown self, I'll bring my bag. Glitter. There you go. Look at look how she's doing her thing. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's my time. Thanks so much for hanging out with us this afternoon. I'm Real Chicks Rock. You know, you can find me everywhere. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, I'm on Facebook, and we have the website. And we're selling masks and we're doing t shirts and we got things them. going on. Yeah. yeah, support black businesses, man. Come on, yo. Do that. Do that. It's the best thing you can ever do. So until next time, you guys continue to be well, take care, and rock on. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you have a product or service you'd like to have promoted during the show, please contact us at info at realchicksrock.com and we'll send you the details. We're reaching the masses and we would love for you to join us on the ride. Until next time, take care and continue to rock on.